Hello, this is Cable Guy, and you're listening to the Cashers Corner Podcast. Welcome back to the Cash's Corner. We're your hosts, Reverend Slippery and Zor. And this month, for the first podcast of 2014, we have a uh, extra, very special guest, Cable Guy. Welcome. Hello, everyone. So you're you're back. You we had you on about a year ago. About a year ago. Yeah, probably about a year ago. So you know, getting uh, about 800 caches ago. About 800 caches ago. Yeah, true enough. Well, you're the only one that said uh, you know you're available. So. We don't get a lot of bites. Right. So we have slim pickings, you know. So. Sometimes we look for a specific person for a specific reason. But we had absolutely no reason, so we picked you. <laughs> so we found someone with a big mouth and no opinions. Well, you know. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, we haven't been able to talk for an hour, so. <laughs> so we, couldn't, we couldn't get Z Martello. You know, big mouth and no opinions. <laughs> He'll hear that and he'll say, hey, you jerk. <laughs> so, uh, news of the month. First year, uh, first month of the year, um, I put a little... For a few more hours. Yeah, for a few more I suppose. Yeah, that's true. This will be, this will be posted tonight. Oh, I, really? Yes, I'm going to cut this and post it tonight. Because um, I said I was going to do that. I wanted it posted before the end of January. So that, you know, it's technically yeah, it's January. Yeah, 7 o'clock on the 31st. <laughs> so, um, so what do I have here? Oh, uh, Battle Cash about play. Uh, they're still going strong. So lots of people playing that. I saw... So Chuck put a thing saying that there's like a whole bunch of people that have registered and there's like a third of them haven't fired a shot. Well, yet. the problem is Ma and Pa went out and told everybody what their strategy was and everyone's copying it. Just stockpile your GC codes until the end and then you know, don't don't waste one right away. Okay. Especially if it can fit in two spots, save it. Okay. And then later on you might find one that fills only one spot. Use that one. Okay. If you got one for two, save it because... You'll have two spots you can fill with that one cash. So don't use it right away if it can be used multiple times. Really? So I think people are sitting on some that can be used multiple times. Really? Chuck's going to appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all computerized. I don't think it has anything to do with him. Everyone just submits it electronically and it shows up. I, I don't know how it works on his. Yeah. I, I know, know how the uh, caches are reviewed. Because when I input one, sometimes it's a day or two before it's approved and before my board actually updates. Oh, so maybe oh, he is manually going through that. Perhaps someone is. Yeah. Um, did you see the thing Islander made an app? Wrote yeah, a program for I the. It. He's I made so many of those over the years. Yeah, just like little, 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 little geocaching apps. Apparently, so he he whipped up something. He made one you could predict when a specific GC code would come up, the date and time, and you you could go get it. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. That's kind of neat. And yeah, lots of we're seeing lots of uh, submissions coming in for come out and play. Uh, lots of stuff coming across the ticker, so and so submitting, etc. Yep. And uh, so that's kind of good. Um, ground speaking Garmin. Did you guys hear about this? I read about it. You read about it? I read about it. So yeah, it sounds like the uh, you know the former enemies are uh, are warming up to each other again. I read the stuff that said you know there was some things going on, and now their their new GPS actually has something like a quarter of a million caches preloaded on it. The sixty the sixty four S, I think it was. So uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but. Can't, I suppose it can't be bad, especially if we're going to see open caching disappear, maybe. <laughs> open. Yeah. yeah, somebody... Open what? It's probably an upper-end GPS, this new one. Yeah, maybe I... So I, it's not going to be something a beginner's going to go out and buy, I'm assuming. No, 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 no. 64S is pretty fancy. Yeah, because yeah, I'm just thinking, what if somebody goes and buys a GPS and starts finding geocaches, but has no idea, and they will ground speak. And yeah. Because, hey, look at all these caches I can go find, and then it's like the phone problem. Yes, yeah, you know, we, we've uh, half a cashier out there caching. It's true, but yeah, I think it's it's more like a high end one. They're yeah. they're charging. Well, I mean, the sixty two S is a cheap cheap GPS. I will never buy a high end GPS <laughs> for geocaching. You don't need it. So, I think the sixty four is expandable too. Oh, uh, maybe I just I just I'm I'm I didn't even know that it had come out, and I saw somebody mention it. And I could be wrong. I saw the the Garmin thing, so which is cool. I haven't bought GPS since I started. But you want yeah. 
I won, but I won one. That's right there. I'd probably still be using my old one if I hadn't won one. <laughs> well, I'm on my third. I I had my my yeah. legend, and then I upgraded, and then I lost my my 550. So I bought a 450, and that's doing me quite fine. Although I got really nasty gash on the screen, and I don't like it, but it doesn't stop me. From Speaking of GPS, do you have one for me that belongs to I somebody? I do have. I do have it. Make sure I get it. I'll get I, to that. Yeah. Yes, I have it in my uh, in my office. Um, I also read two days ago, uh, there was a thing on, I saw the, in the Twitter from GoGeocaching that uh, it was release notes, the website had yep. updated or whatever it was, and the event guidelines from the cache submission guidelines have changed. And they actually put in some of the stuff that we've been hearing about, like, you can't, you know, reinforcement of the no commercial, yeah. right? Yeah. But it actually says now in the guidelines you can say, the name of the business, if you're having it at a particular location, but you can't advertise for them kind of thing. And does the name still have to be in the description, not the title? It didn't say. Like, yeah. I just remember it was it was something to that effect that it was... the. I think it does say the description can contain, like, if it's a restaurant or whatever. Because I had a, a, a cashier. He's, he's hosting the uh, the morning after Super Bowl part, uh, event at Tim Hortons here in Riverview. Oh, Hortons. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, just, he said, how do I do this? I said, I said, just put it in the description, not in the title. So yeah. Just call it Cashers Coffee, whatever you want to call it. In your description, you could, you're allowed to say where it is. Yeah. Once not bolded, not star. So he did a okay. good job. It got, it got well. published. Yeah. I'm not saying his name because I don't know how to pronounce it. Is that the Breckety? Brecken, Patron, Finn, something like that. Okay. It's him, his son, and his grandson. Okay. That's okay. It. And that's, I don't know where the names come from. Because his name is John. Names. His first name is John. I don't know where he got that. <laughs> That's right. And he's about four houses away right now. He just lives over there. We should go get him. Yeah, that is true. He, he just lives on the corner. Street, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, it was because I know that there was a lot of discussion about the fact that, you know, that the reviewers were denying events and there's nothing in the guidelines. And then they just started saying, well, you can't do this. And so Maybe the reviewers finally said, hey, give us some guidelines so we yeah. have something to stand behind. Yeah, hopefully. Because so. they get a lot of grief. Yes, yes, they do. Um... Last one, which I also read around the same time I, I read the event guideline thing, was that lab caches apparently are going to be available for everybody to hide or find or something on the 3rd of February. Um, I didn't see an official thing from Groundspeak saying this was happening, but apparently uh, somebody from Groundspeak was on Podcaster, yeah. his, his podcast, and talked about it. And he talked about what they're doing and something that's going on. Uh, so I have no idea. You think they would give people some warning if the stream well, is away? Well, that's or maybe they're just they're going to release it for a couple of weeks or something. I, I have no idea, but something is going maybe on. Maybe with that warning, it'll start with a trickle as opposed to a whole bunch. I kind of yeah. I kind of like the time. fact that they were only available for well events or that's what I, I was saying. I was it makes them all more special. That's that. Like I, was, I was having the that, that conversation with my wife actually because I said you know. <clears throat> what's going on later on, that, that that would have been a really nice thing to, to be very, very special. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well now everybody's going to have them. And it's like, eh, well, it's not, now it's not as... Real February 3rd, by February 4th, Cable Guy had five of them up. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your eye out for... Uh, be ready. For, for lab caches and whatever those will look like come that particular day. And uh, so people will have yet another icon to add to their... Uh, Add another icon to their profile. So, the only people that have them were anybody who went to the block party at the Mega in New Zealand. Yeah, that's, that's only two times I've had them. Only two times. So. There won't be specific icons, specific hides. It'll no, be it's just general. It's, wow. Yeah, it's the same. Wow. I I don't know what they did right. in New Zealand. I mean, Heath could tell us because he, he did them. Oh, he told us all. Right. He was <laughs> bragging about it. He was pretty uh, happy. Got lab catches and you don't. Look yeah. Back and, Round Easter, I think. So yeah, he's be, back for a little while. For oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't have to get him and talk about New Zealand. Yeah, that's actually a, that's a. Really you, we know, I know he'll be game. So yeah, yeah. He's back in a couple months. Oh, cool. Right on. Well, that's good to know. Um, all right. So recent events and caches. So I haven't been to an event for a while. Um, I was to a few over the winter so far. Oh, well, but I'm talking. Well, I mean, December there was there was some in December. Uh, let me see here. So we had the breakfast. Did you go to the breakfast this past Sunday? I went to the breakfast. Uh, uh, well attended. Yeah. Twenty-five people. Okay, that's good. Including three or four newbies. Yeah, that's really? Came out at 
Yep, check us out. They came with other cachers. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I think they came out with, uh, actually, um, some of the French community came out. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. That's cool. Good, good. Get ready for more highs and Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I saw that, I didn't put all the names down, but I saw some of them here. Uh, Ranger 170 had an anniversary cast, or anniversary event for, I think it was the 10-year anniversary of Earth Caching. Uh, I saw the, the event was that went on. I wasn't there. I wasn't in Fredericton. I have no idea how it went. Uh, same thing with the Yankee swaps. There were two Yankee swap events that went on, in a, just basically regifting kind of thing that was going on. So those went by in December. And uh, Geodimeter had, or Geodimeter, or however you pronounce his name. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, he had a uh, travel bug race kickoff event where he sent him trying to get a whole bunch to go to uh, HQ. And I saw actually today or yesterday he put a comment on the thing that he wrote on Cash Up saying that finally one of them has actually moved. It's actually started to move. Since that event, none of the bugs that were there had actually traveled anywhere. The time of year. Yeah, so. Maybe the one that moved, <laughs> the owner of that bug went and took all the other ones out and just left his out in the wild. <laughs> that's, a, that's a race that could be rigged if they're released locally. Yeah, that's true. You that's could go and say, I don't want the guy to win. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> throw it in the woods. Everyone thinks I'm, I'm going to pick on you because you're sitting beside me. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> speaking of which, and speaking of uh, GeoCoin races, how about the COAP? Is there any way to get an update? I know it might be a little technically impossible. To get an update of where the coins are that are part of that one task. Oh, the come out and play one. Yeah. yeah I have no idea. I, what coins are you referring to? It must there be a task, is a task read. for most mileage by a uh, traveler of any sort okay. uh, during the contest, or that was launched during the contest. Okay, so you could launch one bug or a coin. And right. Obviously, we wouldn't know until the contest is over. Yeah, but I mean, an update to see how... An update, how, an update would be cool. Not that I have one in there. <laughs> Three, four, no, just one. <laughs> um, okay, so cool. Well, that would be a matter of. It'd be one to yeah. send to Freddy. Right? Well, we'd have to look and see how many actual. So, did you you submit a claim on that as a task? You submit a claim as a task. Okay. Yep. Okay, so yeah, it would be a matter of looking up. I'm going to win that because I've moved my coin about 18 times now. It's been Germany and Finland, <laughs> and I moved it all over the place. I have two bugs upstairs that haven't gone anywhere. I You're not allowed to flying, though. You're not allowed entering that one uh, well, I had the, the Traveler, yeah. Well, speaking of which, I got booked for London again in March. Woohoo, London! <laughs> so, I can get you another uh, another happy bottle. Woohoo, Scotch. <laughs> so, um, Yankee Swaps race and new caches. So, why don't, Tom, do you want to do the, the uh, list of new caches hidden by? New caches were hidden by uh, WR Treehugger. Mud in the Face has some out. Ranger... 170 has some golden cash 007. Yuko Caching has uh, some out. I believe she was at uh, the breakfast. Oh, cool. Uh, Jody Meter. <laughs> Jody Meter. That's another Jody Meter. I like that. Okay, Jeremy Meter. <laughs> Night Owl 74. Misha has some out. Coop Square cool. as well. Yeah, so that's not everybody. But you put a couple out recently, haven't you? I put out a couple. I'm Way up north. I just put one out up north in Island Cash. Everyone <laughs> to get that one quick. Yes, oh, while, you while you can. Thankfully, it's far away and it will not tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, well, that's cool. Good. So, I haven't, uh, Winter Carnival caches will be coming out. Yes, that's... I've got them all ready. They're gonna, I'm probably gonna release them in about a week's time. Okay. The event's in two weeks. So, we're gonna put them out a few days. So I guess we're not talking, that is coming up. I'll mention that's it now. We're talking about new caches, so... Five caches, I get them all scoped out and ready to go. Okay. We'll be code this time, not stickers, just for ease of uh, operation. And uh, 100 coins. 100 coins? But you'll be able to get them before the event this year. They're going to come out a week because of snow and storms and things that could delay it. And it's winter, so I'm going to put them out a little early. The coins are here and ready, so. And the event is the 15th to celebrate at the Sliding Hill. Hopefully there'll be some snow or something to slide on. Well, you know. Wow, that's a eventish weekend. We'll get to that later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah, because I think Mon Pa will also. Uh, well, they usually release some coins. Some coin. They usually release some caches prior to their uh, <clears> the, the ice wall. Yeah. I I heard rumors that the island is going to be revamped. But I don't know how true that is. 
Oh, don't know how much time they've had. I got that freaking island cleaned out. I oh, don't I don't. Go, I don't want to go back. Yeah. I don't want to go back. It kind of keeps me from going because I say, well, I've got at least two-thirds of them. <laughs> no, I, I've done the hike two, maybe three times now. I think I've had my fill. I'll go to the hall and pick out a food. And, 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 well, you are going with the wife and kids. Yes, well, and, uh, yeah, one way or the other. Whether if, they're with if, me or if not. things work out well, my wife will come with me. I think I'm working as of right now, so I'm looking to see a little time off. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean that—that's always a nice event. Lots of people come out. I mean, it's yeah. with the eighth year. I mean, that's that's pretty, pretty nice. And I hear we're going to get tackled at the door by Airmen's again. Yes, yes. Tight security. Yeah, making sure everybody signs everything. Make sure we're, uh, you know, we're behaving and all. Yeah. So, and uh, Cash Emporium is going to have the table. Apparently, that was quite popular last year. It went over really, really well. I imagine they did, you know, not too bad. So I think that was one of their. Their first event, oh, maybe not yeah. their first event, but they must event. be almost millionaires by now. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to. I'm not making fun of you, Gwen. <laughs> Hermits, by the way, uh, added a few numbers to the end of his name. You know how most people remove. I used to be yeah. a guy one. He's added a few. He's going really? to be Hermans fifty fifty. Hermans fifty. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I never know with you. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. Okay, good. No, it'll be funny. No, he's Mr. 50 50 at uh, the yeah. end of Jay. Yes, yes. He can yes. change it for the day. That's right. Yeah, that's we'll just call him. I, want to be 50, 50, 50. I don't know if there's limit how many times, you, like Facebook, you can change your name five times, and that's it. So on the it's fifth right. one, you better make sure that you got your name right. Because <laughs> I changed mine for Robert Burns Day just for fun. And uh, then I changed it back, and I said, I have three more changes. Well, so, I know on geocaching.com, you can actually change your name on a form, and it'll just do it. Yeah, yeah, not used, exactly. so, yeah. you know, you could technically yeah. do that for a day if you really wanted to. Yeah. I don't know if it would let you, but... Change your name and then go make all these blogs on caches that need to be archived or something, and then change it back. This cache sucks. Oh, no, that wouldn't it's work. so bad. when you change it back, they know who it was. <laughs> yeah, but once it's archived, may not, you may not care. So it's speaking of, of that, I just read that on the form. There's a cache down in the U.S. somewhere that was out in a park, national park. And the park policy came out, and the cache was um, disabled until an agreement could be made with the park to keep it okay. there. It's been disabled for over seven years, and still there. There's been need maintenance and need archive logs put on it, and the uh, reviewer keeps removing them. People were wondering what was going on. It turns out the reviewer owns the cache. Really? Yes. So he controls it, he reviews it, and he's keeping it active. For seven years, it's been disabled. And, that seems a little and it strange. says I'm working on the thumb, and he won't remove it. And it's like cache number 887. It's an old one. Wow. It's been there a long time. It was, it was marking the one year anniversary of the first cache. I think it was. And really? he's kind of. It looks like he's trying to hold on to it. And nobody will answer questions from Grouseweek about it. They say they know about it and they're and it's okay. They're handling it. So it's a, a an original reviewer. Very one of the really? first reviewers. Wow. And he doesn't want to archive his own cache, but he can't put it back in. So he's wow. keeping it disabled to keep it alive, even though nobody can find it. So it, it brings up an interesting debate on on, on the listing that he keeps well, cleaning up. I <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. I, that almost sounds like abuse of power to me. I mean, if, if seven years is a long time, I mean, come on, it's it's yeah. It, it seems to me it's pretty obvious that nothing. If you want to keep the number, move it. <laughs> You're the reviewer, just. If it's Change remote, it probably is not a big deal. If it was a well, most cash people can... in a fantastic spot, then yeah, yeah. yeah it's like anything else. I can, re I can ignore field. it. Yeah, it's true. Still, it's... I'm ignoring Buquin's caches around my house all winter. It's not because I don't want to go find them. I've just been ignoring them because I haven't been up finding caches. You must wonder why. He said boo and scared. Yeah, because they're all around my house. I can probably get eight of them in ten minutes. I don't even. You know what? I never even logged that one I found the other night when we were out. I said I went. I, you I found went. one on your way to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went out there, so yeah, I never even, uh, never even bothered. So for this month's topics, um, so the first one, I I know that it kind of comes up in conversation when people talk about geocaching, um, but I don't recall ever really just having this as a monthly topic for the podcast. So I thought I'd kind of uh, bring it up and see, you know, the kinds of things you guys were come to mind. But um, I. I Put it up as hidden gems by geocaching. So things that, you know, as it says, amazing places you've been brought to by geocaching. So, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, people start doing, going out caching, and they're finding these little treasures. But as you start to do it a little bit, you start to discover some of these places you 
you may not have known even existed before. And uh, so I just thought maybe we have a little discussion about some of the some of the interesting places that you found that are you're kind of like wow this is really really cool but you would would not necessarily have known about it otherwise. What comes to mind is waterfall catches. Yeah. You never really can until you've been there. You can't really picture the size, the scope, the sounds, mm. the sights. And, yeah. And uh, I love waterfall caches because once. You know, there's an element of uh, suspense getting there, and once you get there, you have this amazing sight. Usually, yeah, yeah, that's right? very true. And we don't have fantastic I can't think of a specific specific one, one, but... Uh, See, I think of the three waterfalls, Malty in Albert County. Yeah. For that you yeah. did that with your wife. Uh, well, I went back with her. Yes. But I went with uh, Paul Merrigan and uh, Ron and Katie Gashers, because yep. it was his. He took us out, because it's the same time we did the Labyrinth, which is a... Yeah. Which is a... That's a crazy... Wanted to do in the wintertime, which is when we did it, or, you know, no, it wasn't the wintertime, I'm sorry. Anyway. I think it was last winter also. Last oh, did you? Yeah, and it's, yes. it's, 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 you know, it's really, really nice, the three of them. Mm. The one in the middle, the, the second one is the one I really like the most. Uh, me and my wife went back there, because I, I jumped off the water's cold. Like, I've gone jumping at Crooked Creek, and that you can swim in, it's not too bad, but the, the, uh, whatever, what's the name, I can't even think of the name of the falls, but anyway. Uh, Memo, yeah, that's what they call oh, it. Memo Road. Yeah, on Memo Road. So it uh, it was cold. <laughs> it was really, really cold when I jumped in there. So. Uh, but that's, yeah, waterfall caches. Uh, what about you, Ken? Any places oh, that come oh, to mind? The islands, of course. Shidiak, Cocaine Island, I've been out to the one in Silver Lake. Love the island caches. Um, copper mines. Copper mines. Copper mines yeah. are great. Didn't oh, even know there was copper mines. It's been on my radar forever. I've been to three of them now. One fun day and the two down Dorchester Way. They're, they're great. They're amazing. I love those. The hidden memorials out in the woods, you'll find a memorial to a plane crash. Oh, uh, there's yeah. one down by Sackville that's um, memorial to something, and they got it carved in a stone. Pa just talked about it the other day. It's just outside of Sackville. Just, yeah, didn't he say it was a picture or something? There's a picture, you got to hike into it, and there's something carved in a rock. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was not Dieppe, um, Vimy Ridge. It's a tribute okay. to Vimy. So, stuff like that. There's hmm. another one down that way that's. Uh, just a stone memorial to somebody off in the woods. I think Shepherdy had in there something about a ship that maybe sank and stuff like that. So there's always those that bring you to places you didn't even know were there in the woods. Yeah, that's... I'll keep thinking because Cable Guy wants to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I raised my hand, but no yeah. one saw it. <laughs> yes, he did. He's just. We, have, we haven't done a video podcast yet. We'll, we'll get to that someday. The peddler in Shediac. What a fantastic catch. I don't know if I've ever done that. And I don't want to give anything away because that's one of those. Okay. That's exactly what you're referring to. Okay. okay. There's a little bit of a drive and it's a beautiful wooded area and a lot of pines. Okay. Older woods. And, uh, oh, okay. And once you get there, there's, uh, there's a whole story to read about this event. Okay. Okay. And uh, about a town peddler. I'll leave oh, it up okay. to that. It's just south of Freddy and uh, just a great cat that everyone should have. Oh, I thought you said Shediac. No, Freddy. Freddy? Freddy. I just... Fredericton. Great you said You said just south of Shediac, and I was thinking, I know a great place to go put some caches that would be really interesting. I'm going to go get some and put them all around the perimeter of the new jail out there. <laughs> <laughs> I have one there. And get people to walk around the jail. and <laughs> Nobody will notice them. Oh, what my God. What a great God. idea for, for a series. I have and I'll name them after there. famous criminals. <laughs> The Charles Manson cash. Charles Manson cash. Yeah. The Jeffrey Dahmer cash. Yeah. yeah. So no, I'm not gonna do that. But <laughs> that, members only. I guess yeah. yeah. I guess <laughs> that's why you don't put caches around gems. But where yeah, I do gems. I'm, I'm sure I can think of some others. Now like I'm thinking of some of so you you mentioned waterfalls because that I usually think of that three waterfalls as being one of them. Um, but just other little places you just kind of kind of wandering around the city or wherever and you might end up in some like wooded area you find a really really nice setting uh even here in the city I normally know, wooded areas in the city have different settings no, yeah <laughs> but but i mean like if you go if you go to uh, opportunities. yes exactly if you go to uh like me and my me and my wife and the kids we went to uh the enchanted passage cache so in Irish I, Denver, that's a great spot and i mean nice you know spot. my my, my wife had never been there, and I had gone out there with my son the first time I, I hiked that, and I'm like, it's not far into the woods. It's only like you know, 600 meters to the cache, but that stretch with the trees, and it's just beautiful. And I brought a, I brought a, a young cacher there one time, and he was all excited and jumping up and down and screaming. He's, 
name is Nemo Die Die. <laughs> just like a big kid. Just like a big kid. But something like that, I mean, that's just, that's in one of our city parks, and it's kind of like, what well, you know, you might, if you were somebody that goes for a walk in the, in the woods or go on a trail, you might spot that, but, you know, this is a reason, gives you a reason to go, and you're like, wow, this is, this is really cool. Because I think you were saying something about somebody got married in there? Or married yeah, in they had an actual wedding in there, yeah. Yeah, which is, which is pretty They carried weird. everything in, and they, chairs and all, they got married right there in, in the vines, and then. Yeah, what a great spot. They were all wearing rubber boots. Oh, really? Bridesmaids, grooms, everybody wore rubber boots out there. That's pretty awesome. And it was, that's a really cool Very spot really to have cool. a wedding. So there's a lot of little nooks and crannies that you get into that you don't realize, too. But the, the one you found, the, the Jewish um, memorial there in Stedman. Yeah. Stedman, but in there, yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't even that. know that was there because I drive by it all the time in St. George. And then you noticed it and I said, that's cool. Now, I, every time I go by, I, re, I look at it. Yeah, you're kind of like, oh, well, now you, you're aware. And of it, I, I look at that, it reminds me I have bottles to bring back to the exchange. <laughs> Which is now closed. Oh, is it? It is closed. Now. Wow, that's yeah. never. I remember going as a kid, it was always awesome. That would always, we'd go to Gorber's and stuff. Oh, Gorber's is closed, really? No, not Gorber's on High oh, Street. Okay, okay. okay. I'm not sure if it's Gorber's that operates or operated the one on Stedman. Uh, oh, uh, I know the one yeah. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. I took a bag down, I guess about a month ago, it'll be for Christmas. And really? Bags sat in my bank for weeks. <laughs> it was a Jewish family that owned that one too, I believe. Okay. I can't remember. It wasn't the Gorbers, but and see, there's there's the uh, is just down the street. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah. Just, they, they live in that neighborhood, and they all go. The Gorbers are really, you know, they, I've been to the synagogue, and they're, they're very involved with their church. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know they were Jewish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I went to a I went to a service at the synagogue one time, and it was very interesting. The Gorbers were there, and they were. They're very involved. Like they're, really? Oh, they're, they'd be like the elders, would say. Oh, okay. Very, okay. Very involved. Good people. Yeah, because and, and there's another there's a spot because you talk about that that memorial not memorial but whatever that the plaque yeah, plaque yeah, monument yeah. for the, the first Jewish community in, in Moncton and then the museum. I you know you drive by the Moncton Museum all the time like you're on Mountain Road and you go down to that end down by King Street and you, you go by there and I never noticed it until one day that there was a cemetery. This is tiny, tiny little cemetery behind the three meeting rooms. Yeah, and I'm right like, because it, it's right, yeah. it was right there, and I'm like, holy! And I, I'm, I'm, I, every time I drive by now and I spot it, I'm like, I need to go in there, and I'm like, I wonder if anybody's put a cache near there because you know there's always yeah. caches near cemeteries. Is I'm like, there. is there one yeah. there? Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, that there. that yeah. would be a, ni a nice place because it's so you wouldn't tend to think of an area like that as having any kind of well, cemetery. And, and cemetery caches, church caches out in the country are mm. great. Yeah, great to see these cool little old white. You know, churches and then a nice clean cemetery. It's amazing how clean they stay up there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, when you talk about cemetery caches, the the one I always remember is the one in PEI with a night cache that's right near the there's an earth and a virtual cache, and it's a night cache and it's like just basically one path and it's like these huge huge gravestones. It's perfect for Halloween. And I think it's one of Ellen Nimrod's caches. Yeah. And beautiful beautiful cemetery. Mm -hmm. Not not something you. Quite like that you see around this end of the country, like maybe in other parts of Canada, but I've, I've never seen a cemetery like that. Uh, and then there's the opposite of wonderful places to go. There's one in Turo, and there's one in PEI that are right beside the sewage treatment plants. Uh, <laughs> one, remember the one in Turo called Blue Lagoon? Yeah, I think I and remember it, that. Yeah. You're, you're right beside the Blue Lagoon, and if the wind is blowing the wrong way, you don't want to go get the cash that day. So there's the, the opposite of the gems. There's ones that you just, oh, why did I go get that cash? And there's one along the trail in Pete Yad. It's right beside the sewage treatment plant. And we could smell it. Oh, I think I remember yeah, that. Yeah, we walked yeah, up yeah. to it. And then we come out and, whoa, what a smell. <laughs> so, you know, there's some, there's some that aren't as... It's still memorable, though. It's we, memorable, yeah. It's memorable. Just for the different reasons. But we're talking about gems. Yeah, <laughs> gems, not uh, yeah. not rust. <laughs> so, rust in that scum. What else would there be for hidden gems around? Gotta love the virtuals. There's always a few of them kicking around places. A few here and there. I did, I did a couple of virtuals when I the last trip that I took. Looking at that picture of the volcano on the wall makes me think that'd be a great spot. Right on a volcano, well, close to it. Would you put that as a uh, you know difficult uh, terrain five? You might have to move it around once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, instead of winter friendly, they have lava friendly. <laughs> lava friendly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that would be must wear a fireproof outfit when approaching. <laughs> Gas mask, you know, because of the. There's a few volcanoes in New Brunswick. Sugar Loaf is a volcano or was a volcano. Yes, and there's one in Fredericton, too. Oh, there's one? Yep, just on the the north side. Uh, not, well, not the north side, but yeah, it's the north side up the river. There's one there. And there's um, 
uh, Captain Nobeard and the Pirates have a multi in there. Oh, really? One with, one with the TV is the key. You have to get the TV. Oh, okay. And then the key, when you get the TV, you go to the cache, you can open it, and then it gives you the coordinates of the second one. Oh, okay. So we got the TV, we got the first part, we could not find the second part, and it got dark. Oh, really? And um, <laughs> I talked to, I know the owner, I work with him, and um, he said, uh, it's there, it's there. He said, it's one of the tricky ones. Hmm. Yeah, you bugger. <laughs> on the side of this cliff underneath lots of fallen trees, just one of those you know, million places to hide it kind of caches. And, that's how he works. Like a micro on a rock pile? <laughs> or a fake rock in a rock pile? Or a fake rock in a rock one, pile. The one in Fredericton under the bridge. The fake rock. It's, it's downtown Fredericton under the Oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, one in there. It's a fake piece of granite crushed stone under under a bridge where there's millions of granite crushed stones. It's awesome. Yeah, see, see they, those, drive, those caches drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Just as much as the ones like the, the nanos on a tank. But yet I have like my... I uh, tried camel cat tanks. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I had I had, for years, I, found years. I had coffee with Zonker <laughs> and um, I had coffee with Zonker, and he was saying, "Yeah." He said, "Most people." He said, "I'm not getting hits on it much anymore." He said, "Most people have found it." He said, "So I think I'm going to go and archive it, move it to another spot in the tank to piss more people off." <laughs> I said, "Do it." I love it. I think it's great. I love going there. And so you should make it a nano. Put a nano on that huge tank. Why not a green nano? Right, really, I, I see no reason not to like that's the, But I mean, that's the same. Like I get the same thing with shot in the dark all the time because some people will will snag it, and I've had other people like DNF three or four times. And it's just like, where is it? Yeah, and, and know, that's fun. I love that. Now I don't like DNFing the cash when I'm going down a trail and it's a yeah, it's okay. a micro well, yeah, tree. That's true. That drives me nuts because that wasn't meant to be hard. A cash that's meant to be hard should be hard, and I love it. And what makes those tank caches harder is that, you know, that little magnetic nano keeps moving around. Yeah, it's it, it does. It migrates. Zonker said he, he went in one time and it had moved a little bit, not too much. But uh, I don't know if it's possible to not find the tank cache and not hit your head on a piece of metal. <laughs> and especially oh. for guys like you and I, there's not much there to protect. No protection. <laughs> no protection. Wear your hat. I broke a pair of sunglasses on when I come up and whacked my head. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, when we were going to the mega in Quebec City... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Look, yeah look, I remember that. I broke my sunglasses. Come I remember that. Crack. I remember the train. Yeah, yeah it was four of us. Looking yeah, at that looking for that cash. That was that, that was, that was uh, not, not sporty, but um, Ace it was an, I think Ace two two six. He had put it there. He's from he's from the Fairton area, and he had put it there. And it was in where you make the bend. Is it Trois Rivières or Moose? Not Tro- the Trois Rivières. When you when you cross and you're heading west, and then all of a sudden you start turning down the, the river. What's that community? I think it's... Don't look at me, man. I have Yeah, I think it's... I can't picture it. <laughs> As you're driving to Quebec City, and it's right there in the corner. So, because when you come across from Edmondson, and you drive right straight through, you're heading more so west. And then all of a sudden, you have to turn a little southerly to get that head down towards Quebec City. Right that community where you turn almost 90 degrees is right there in the corner. Hmm. Somebody may know what I'm talking about and found it. <laughs> it's an old no. train sitting on 20 feet of rail. Yeah. Oh, I remember going to the cash because I... I don't just, I'm just talking to kill time. <laughs> um, Here I was worried about cable guys hogging all my airtime. Oh, my goodness. I just keep putting my hands up. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, just interrupt him. That's all you have to do. <laughs> the, the, when I think of uh, Hidden Gems, and I tell this story when I do, uh, when, when we do uh, an intro to geocaching or uh, if I'm out talking to people and stuff like that, the one that always, always comes to mind for me was one... Um, there's, I, I, maybe I could dig out the code, but there's a cache, and uh, I had gone to 2010, November, late November 2010, me and a buddy of mine had gone to uh, Los Angeles to see a concert, and I had never got a cache in California, so I wanted to get the state, so I got, uh, I did some caching there, and there was one that said, best view of the Hollywood sign, and it takes you into this residential neighborhood, it's all houses, no parks, no grass, like, it's just all houses, you know, stacked basically side to side, uh, really, really tight. And I'm, I'm watching, we had a rental car, I so to pull the car over, and it says it's like 35 meters from the car, and it's pointing right to what looks like some guy's house. And I'm like, okay, well, this is LA, I don't really know where I'm at, I don't know what I'm going to do. And So my friend, he was off exploring, he found some lizard on the street, so he's like chasing the lizard, and so I'm following it. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> and it, it brought me to this Cheaper little... insurance rates. <laughs> I can say 15% if I catch that guy. <laughs> So it brings me to this little fence, right? There's this little fenced area and a tiny little gate, and the cache is hanging on the edge of the fence. 
there's a sign that says no trespassing, but there's clearly a walkway and you can walk right through. It's not actually closed. It's where a gate should be, but there's no gate. So I'm like, okay, well, what's the big deal? And I don't see no Hollywood sign. You walk through the area and then the, the, the bushes where the stuff was hanging and the, and the fence, it opens right up and the sign is like literally right there. Like, and it's, there's an old uh, maintenance road that they do to do maintenance on the sign. And it's some kind of like access path is what this, this walkway was. And the sign's like right there. And I got, like the cash said, best, best view. So I took a whole bunch of pictures because you weren't going to get a better picture anywhere else. And there's no way I would have ever found that perfect spot if it wasn't for geocaching. So that's, that's the one that comes to mind for me. I mean, like you were saying, Tom, you know, I, I do a lot of travel, but it doesn't matter where you go. Whether it's local or whether it's somewhere else, you're you're gonna uncover some pretty uh, some pretty wicked spots. Another couple that come to mind is Mount Restigouche. I don't think I'd ever climb Mount Restigouche if it was not for geocaching, and I needed that old cache for the COAP. Oh, okay. And uh, the view from up there is absolutely fabulous. Oh, is it really? Holly Cache and great view of the the entire Shiller. Oh, okay. Wow. Cool. The, the, the one that stands out the most in my mind, speaking of traveling, is in Prague, Czech Republic, or in Czech Republic, south of Prague, there is a castle called Karlstein Castle. It's a gorgeous medieval castle, oh, just cool. like you would see in the cartoons and the movies. <laughs> oh, yes. Or Mountain Road. With a village, <laughs> uh, with one street village that you have to walk, and of course, you know, all the touristy yeah. shops along the way, and you get to this amazing castle where they uh, put on the shows for the tourists and whatnot. But once we were done with all the touristy stuff, on the way back down, I had loaded the caches for that area. And there was one that was maybe, oh, three, four hundred meters off in one direction down the path that I was wondering, what am I getting myself yeah. into? But as I got towards the end and turned around, I, I felt like I was in the 16th century. I could not see the village. I couldn't see any streets. All I saw was this castle protruding from, oh, from, from, wow. from the woods, yeah. right? And it was absolutely the most amazing sight I've ever awesome. seen, and that's thanks to Geocache. Was your son with you? My son was with me. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that, really cool. That created a really cool memory there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. And that, that's yeah. just it. I mean, you know. Did you say someday, son, this could all be yours? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and wave your hand across it? I think Elton John's the only one that owns a castle. <laughs> no, the one I'm on road. David Bowie? Oh, yes, uh, that's apparently, right. We should all chip in. And, apparently, an offer has been extended. Yes, I heard. Yes. They, so apparently, they may have it sold. So, um, And so, the, the last point kind of on this is, so, so any of these places that you may have encountered in geocaching, have you gone back? Not for a cache, but just gone back because you... You like the spot, or you wanted to show it to somebody, or that kind of thing. I can't think of anything. I've gone back just to show anything specific. I've recommended a few caches, like Vertigo and Bathurst. <laughs> Very cool cache. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I love that cache. I'm the store in Montpellier yeah. again. Um, uh, Friar's Nose is a really nice spot. See, I've, I've never been there. Yeah, I've Nemo and I went there first, and Teddy Busha first in 1000, so we. We sat up top and had a beer and had lunch. It got some great. It was a beautiful sunny day. It was, it was excellent. We almost DNF the cast, but we found it. And that, you know, that's is our, that Jim's cast? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I thought. But that's you know, that's another great spot. I've never done any of the ones on Shepherdy Mountain. I've sure. never done any of them, like those, those well, the higher caches. Because there's a few out there that I haven't found in a long time. Yeah, well, the contest is getting a lot of these found in the last couple of years. Yeah, well, and I know that there's like. I think a couple of those you're not going to go up in the wintertime just by the nature of that area. Um, a lot of them I'm not going to go up just because I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's one there. I, I want to say it's like 2008, 2007, 2008 hasn't been found. It's one of Shepherdy's caches, Cape caches. I did one about four years ago. It's still not published. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still there. It's still there. Is that the one up uh, in the, that back in the, back yeah. of Bridgedale there? Yeah, yeah. I had I had put uh, five part multi out there, and uh, all of a sudden they went in and did a bunch of construction. I found out the new park is going in there, so I went what? and I pulled four out of the five out because I couldn't cross the uh, I couldn't cross the, the, the stream there. And it's, don't cross the stream. It's only a micro in a tree. It's not going to hurt anything. But if I ever get a chance to go over there and get it again, I will. Yeah, sure. It's, it's not that far away. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming it's probably on the ground by now because that was four or five years ago. And I had it all sorted out, ready to go. And I was going to publish it, and then they went into construction, and uh, one of them went missing. So I just said, "I'll screw it." Uh, 
that's the end of that. Oh, almost all. There's one little micro like the, the, the coordinates in it. Just do like a 20 part multi city. Go to 20 spots, 20 containers. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Well, well, they had. Uh, I had to scramble to find five there. They had uh, the, la- the biggest multi that I remember doing. That I actually, well, no, I never found the container. I remember actually getting the final coordinates. Was uh, Funky NASA had, and I don't think it was even a muzzle. Uh, mul- oh, well, it might have been a multi. It might have been a puzzle. It was like uh, you had to go to like ten different spots around the city and get like numbers off these signs and numbers off these buildings and some buildings have disappeared and this and that and I remember because I, I looked and looked I went twice to the where the final was and I emailed Alex and asked I said this is where I figured out where it is he's like oh yeah it's there and I spent like an hour in the woods Funk ain't doing any maintenance anymore he's in Vancouver well no I know that but I mean this was this is quite big the, uh, the cache is long archived now and I think he actually there's the uh, Acadian one here in town it's about That's 10 right. points Oh, yeah? I've never done that. Yeah, neither have I. I don't do that many multis. I think I'm like too short of 50 multis. I think I'm like too lazy to (laughs) find some multis. Ditto, there's usually a nice traditional one that far away. Yeah, and you know, it's a shame because the multis are so good. They really usually are. I had, well, Zonker had done an event a while, like way back now, that it was, you know, if you hit a multi, you brought the list, you brought the listing to the event. Yeah, we used to do that first to find the swaps or whatever. Yeah, that's you, what it was. You print off your listing and then you swap it with somebody, and then you'd give them four or five days, and everybody had to publish on that fifth yeah. day. Or something. Yeah. So yeah. you could go get it before it was published. Yeah. It's kind of my cash doesn't really exist until it's published as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, but it's something. It's something to do, yeah. right? Different. But exactly. Exactly. So, Skinning cool. people out. So the uh, the second topic is one that uh, I know Ken here was uh, very anxious to uh, to talk about because we've been talking about it a little bit, which is uh, so I put it listed as keeping it interesting. So one of the things that you know how to for, spice up your caching life. Spice up your caching life. And there's those stores that sell. Are there caching counselors like marriage counselors? <laughs> <laughs> Suppose yeah. you can start role playing while you're caching. <laughs> Uh, Maybe there should be caching anon though. Caching, yes. There should be caching anon with something. Yeah, my name is Matthew, and I'm a cashaholic. <laughs> um, so one of the things you know for new cashers, it's pretty, it's definitely interesting for them because they're seeing new containers and new places and all this kind of stuff. Cool. But you know, for for people that have found a couple thousand finds after a while, you know, it's it's you've yeah. kind of seen not I don't want to say you've seen it all, but you've seen quite a few things and, and most of what you would see regardless of where you are. Um, so one of the things that I, I thought would be kind of interesting is, you know, what what is it that actually keeps you interested in caching or what keeps you going or, you know, why, what are the, is that the reason why people start and kind of quit out? And, the uh, social aspect is... It's right, the people that's totally keeping me. The people, people are keeping me right now. And, caching, yeah. uh, I, I still, I love going out and finding caches, but I don't have to bug like I used to, but I'm never ever going to quit. Yeah, I'm going to be a cashier forever, but I'm, I'm definitely going to slow down. I can't see myself going out on you know weekend runs very often anymore. Although I'd still if the opportunity to come up, I will. It's the people, you know, the events. You guys, you said the same thing. Yeah. Yes, events meeting people, having fun as a group. Yeah. I think that the group aspects, if you're, if, I mean, I, I go out from time to time just on my own once in a while, but, you know, if I had more opportunity to, just, you know, a handful of people say, you want to go for a, a cash run and just go out and do a few, because I actually, it's funny you were talking yeah. about, you know, you know, you'd go out, because I've been thinking about taking a day on a weekend sometime, and I was going to say, you, know, you want to go out and do it, because I mean, my, my map of Moncton, there's all kinds I could go find right. now, like there's tons around. So next month is busy though. We, oh yeah, sign up with events now. Yeah, events, and then, and then by the time spring comes, then we start doing things like getting fundy ready and, and just work and personal life and just trying to find the time for all that stuff. Well, you're you're traveling for your job, Tom. So you I grab them. I don't cash. I don't go on too many runs. No, uh, I'm too busy when I am away. I'm working, and when I'm home, I 
have to look after the family. Well, yeah, you know, and all of that stuff. So, but you're still caching when you're traveling for work or most grab, days. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'll grab two, three most days. If I'm on the road, so it it, uh, it takes care of the monotony so, of the so work. How, I was gonna say, how how many finds do you have now? Where are you? I have about eighteen hundred. About eighteen hundred. So I mean, you you probably it has taken me many years to get to that. And I was gonna say, you you probably seen That's a good. That number's a lot lower than I would have given you about three thousand, four thousand. Yeah, I, I actually, thought, I was yeah. it's pretty low. I'm surprised. Yeah, only because it's two, three, four, five. I found ten today. That's a big day. Really? Okay. Yeah, and Seth, and Seth drove up to meet Jim Bathurst the other day. Yes, he did. We had a really? he took the day off work. He drove up there. He, he needed one for his busy. His board is full. So he said, "I'm taking the day off, and I'm going." It was a nice day. I was going I was tempted to go with him, but I just had too much on the go. Yeah. And he got back a little bit later than would have been for me. I would have had to force him to come back earlier, so I stayed home. So would you say that the, the social aspect is the biggest reason why you continue to be in geocaching? I continue to enjoy it like I did the first day. Maybe I'm yeah. in the minority. I still get a thrill out of finding that container in the woods. I still get a thrill out of finding that nano in the city. <laughs> right. yeah. I love the finding. So personally, yeah. Sorry. I've hidden enough. Oh, I started talking and you were talking. That's how I work. Um, I love the finding. The hiding, I'm kind of tired of the hiding. I'm thinking of archiving most of mine. Just, uh, I've hidden them. People have found them. It's okay. I want to go find some. The new people need room anyway to hide stuff. So yeah. I still enjoy I if I've done three pocket queries in the last six months, that's it. Oh really? Yeah. I'll I'll use my phone or I'll or I just haven't been out a whole lot. And uh, but the people. One thing about this is there's always new people. Yeah, there's that's always true. New people joining up. So there's always war stories to tell to the, to the new people. Yeah. And you see the excitement in their eyes when they come in and say, I found five and I found 20 last weekend, and it's awesome. And they're at their event, and this is find number 70. And you know, and you enjoy it. You, 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 it reminds you of your days when you started and how excited you were about it. I remember my first event I went to was Mark Irene's. It was celebrating their 4,000th find. So that's wow, how long ago. Yeah. And um, it was at Cheers, and I walked in, and I met Zonker. And he said, how long have you been cashing? I said, three weeks. He said, how many have you found? I said, 75. You're going to catch up to us in no time. <laughs> At the time, your runs had about 4,000 caches total, <laughs> if that. PEI had 50-something. Wow. And, you know, I was going pretty fast, but I had – the cache, there was caches everywhere yeah. back then, just like there is now in in the city. It's yeah. spread out. There wasn't a whole lot of the country. Punkies were in the country. Yeah. And they were way back in the middle of nowhere country. Yeah. And everything else was still kind of centrally urban. So it wasn't hard to get – like today, it's not hard to get a lot today. No. Somebody could go walk out their door and find a hundred in the day if they were new. Easy. Well, you could go do just even like Polly's the windmill series. Like you could go up there and do a hundred easily. Um, it's, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the fact about the new cashers because one of the things that that I really love. I mean, I don't cash as much as I I have before. I have gone on big runs and stuff, but I pick a few off here and there, and it keeps me from being bored when I go travel for my job. If I ever travel, that would be my number one thing to do. Well, that's, that's so and I, I was, I have, this week. Uh, if I was, I had time to myself. Yeah, yeah, this week, it's, it's a funny story. In eight years of working in the job I've been, this is the first time I've ever had someone come to the Moncton office to take a class. How's that working? Good? They've been fantastic yeah. guys. Did they enjoy the catch? You bought them to catch twenty two, did you? Yeah, they loved the food. <laughs> they, the guy had one of the guys had. We're off topic, uh, but that's all. Right. Let's talk. Yeah, he he uh, he ordered lobster jambalaya, and he thought he was going to get like a you know just a, a lobster. A, no, he thought he was going to get like a soup or not soup, but you know just basically Rice. stir fry and all yes, that kind of thing. Right. They brought out a, a, a full lobster that it looked like it basically cut in half and stuffed with all this. Like, and he's looking like I'm supposed to eat that. <laughs> this guy's from Denver, and he, he's like, you know, he. he He's Denver, had, well, I thought they were from London. Well, two of the guys are from London. One's okay. from Denver. One's from San Francisco. That's why they came here. They came here, right? Oh, this is halfway, and uh, but yeah, they're they're having a blast. So I I, I told them about geocaching because I said that's something yeah. that I do. And they got all excited. They went on the map and they start looking. And one of them's like the guy from San Francisco. That was across the street from my house. And that's and, funny. Every time you show somebody <laughs> and you say, "Where do you live?" and you go go, go to the map. That's right. Look, there's, some, there's some all yeah. around your house, and yeah. it's so and exciting. Like, what? Yeah. What? No, no. There's no I way. That, I know what that is. There's mailboxes there. <laughs> I love doing that. Yeah, yeah. It, that, and I, I was going to say, because 
Now, but yeah, what were you going to say? Sorry, I interrupted. You. <laughs> so what I was going to say was that, you know, I as a as a profession, I that's what I do for a living is I train people. But when I through cash up and be and just through being a geocacher, you know, I've done events and, and and shown people how to do things, and I love doing that. That's something I really really enjoy. So when you're talking about the new cashers coming and coming to events and then getting the chance to say, oh, here, I'll take you out or I'll show you how to do this or, you know, oh, I've been doing that for years here. This is the, the best way to do it and this kind of thing. That's some of the things that kind of keep me into it. So when I go to these events, I, I, I can help or I can share I can and I can – that's the trainer in me that wants to, to constantly be training. Even the event we have going on next weekend, it's the same thing, like wanting to, to share share different things knowledge that I have or, or things that I've learned just from, from doing it for a while. I think I just thought of something that probably keeps a lot of people. A lot of people love the database, the GSAC, the, the manipulating, the playing with stuff. And I, I never did. Yeah. I found that was just labor intensive <laughs> and it took, it wasted my time on my computer when I could be surfing for yeah. 10 videos. <laughs> so I... <laughs> I, I was never into that, right? Everybody loves a kitten video. They fall down, they're chasing a red light. Um, but I was never into that. Yeah. And some people just, when they're home, they're solving puzzles, they're playing with their database, they're updating their GPS, you know, they're doing all, keeping their first to, first to find list going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, you know, there's people that when they can't be out are even still yeah, like engulfed in geocaching. Yeah, like you're, 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 uh, Tiger Trackers, Mom Pods, and Seppet are always solving puzzles and always playing with that. Like and their game. databases are just incredible, <laughs> especially in Seppet's. Yeah, I was just going to say, Jeff's probably got the most. He has North America up to date to within at least 30 days, the, <laughs> the longest any state could be out. Oh, my just God. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Because he said, you never know when you have to, you might have to go somewhere to do something. So it's got to be but, prepared. And you know what? That's something he enjoys, and that's oh, what keeps him, yeah. keeps him in it, well, so why not, right? Yeah, exactly. I think it's it, – I work with him all the time. We're right next to each other in the schedule, so he's always solving puzzles. And I come to work, and I'll see puzzle uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, stuff that he's worked on, thrown in the garbage. Oh, <laughs> sometimes, I'm, sometimes I'm tempted to look and say, what is he trying to solve here? <laughs> I just say, no, it's okay. What he's trying to say is he's – but I don't, he's going through, uh, going through the garbage, garbage right? <laughs> looking for puzzle lines. But I don't know which one. Is there an there. answer on this bagel? Well, easier than figuring it out yourself. <laughs> but the thing is, I can just turn around to Jeff and say, Jeff, yeah, send me a GPX file with all those. And he'll say, okay. But I don't because I, I, I don't. If I'm going somewhere, of course, I'll try to get answers to puzzles that I didn't solve just so I could clear that area. I think we've all done that, except for the purist. I'm not a purist. I'm a, I'm a slight cheater. I have cheated. Well, if you called oh, going to find a puzzle cache without solving the puzzle cheating, okay, call me a cheater. Most of the puzzles I found, I, I've not solved. Yeah. I don't see that as cheating because, to me, I think the person who hides the cache would rather the cache be found than accepted. And, and, and almost everybody says that. that yeah, I agree everything you've said. Yeah, it's, it's, but unless you have a specific reason and you really want to stump people, you'll love it when somebody figures out, like Paul and Stacy has a warped mind, and he's not going to listen yeah. to this anyway. Um <laughs> And he loves to stump people. But if somebody says, oh, I was with somebody, he certainly does not mind at no, all. No. But he loves the fact that he can stump some people. And, and he has stumped people. Uh, I think what uh, keeps people in, or what helps keep people within the hobby is all the different aspects of the hobby. That's a great point. Yep. You know, the first defines, the new ape caches, um, the Maltese, all the different aspects of the game and if there were more I, there would be more for people to do yeah i i can i can agree with that like you've got because you have people that are not interested puzzles. In, in puzzle caches yeah. so they'll do just right. micros people who don't want to go hiking so they stick to urban caches right. people who hate lpcs and want to go hike for 12 kilometers or whatever it might be it seems to be that there's if you're into the into the activity at all there's something for everybody so it, right. it makes it easier that way and yeah. the more there is out there the yeah, and I've never explained what geocaching is to anybody, and they looked at me and says, "That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard." Yeah. I've never had anybody tell me no. that, but I'm sure there's people out there that think it's the dumbest thing they've ever heard of. I've had my sister in law tell me that. Yeah, but that's after, she, after I told her off for something for the other reason, like you just know, game of hype. I think and anybody <laughs> could find something. Like my wife does not geocache at all. Neither does mine. And she says, well, "I don't mind going to the event." She'll it. come to the event. And she goes, I think the coins and stuff are kind of cool. Two different travel bugs. 
you know, if I come home with some, she'll look through them on the table. I have them on the table. Yeah. But, and she'll come to the events, but she has no interest in going out. But if her and I are out, say we went to Fredericton, we were walking downtown, I said, there's a cash around this building. Yeah. She'll sit on the park bench and wait for me to find it. Yeah. She's not going to come and help me. <laughs> Heaven forbid. We must have the same wife. Yeah. You know, I, I think we all do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> She'll it's better than us. It's yeah. better than me getting out and getting drunk somewhere. Well, yeah, it's true. Getting yeah, myself I mean, in trouble. It, yeah. It's, it's you know pretty, I mean? yeah. you know, about the only thing that's really costly about it is time and gas. Like, I mean, gas has gotten worse. It's nobody complains about gas. But no, <laughs> nobody complains about gas. Um, no one they're Just on Thursdays. It <laughs> goes up. Yeah, yeah, so true. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's like you were saying, lots of different things to kind of keep us entertained and keep us, keep us going. Um, and even the technical aspect of it, too. There's people that love the online stuff. And, well, know, even me, too. like... I like stats. It's a, I'm not a stats I wish guy. there was more stats. Oh, yeah? yeah what what kind of stats would you like oh, to have? I don't, I don't know. know. Right out of the blue, I have no idea. <laughs> You've got to get me ready for that one. But... Uh, Yes, I'd, I'd like to see more numbers. Some more numbers about yeah. what you've done, yeah. where you've that kind of thing. How many logs I've signed with my left hand. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yes. weird stuff. Winter caches, summer caches. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anything like that. But if you download your uh, your uh, My Finds, hmm. and then whatever fields come with it, dates, whatever, you could, if you were so inclined, you could create an Excel Yes. Yeah, you could. GSAC probably, which I don't use very GSAC much. GSAC might have so macros for some of them, exactly. but you could exactly. you could plug that that stuff into an Excel spreadsheet oh, and say God, sort yeah. by a month, June to July, and find out right. where to find. You know, if you were so inclined, I would never even consider doing that. But some people would say, well, "That's really." Well, he's just saying, you know, the more statues. But look at all the stats you can get from those those websites where you do upload your GPX file, and they do it for you. Well, but even even geocache.com now provides you. But you can see your monthly little. You can see your monthly. You can see your monthly maps. It'd be cool to see check out the I got in Frederick and during Mega Week, for example. You know, if I found a lot, handy just a one click place as opposed to camping down the page. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. So, like, I've been to this area, so I found. How many caches have I found in So maybe PBI? what I'm trying to say is that the, all those stats that are already there could be more interactive. Oh, now I see. Now that you mentioned that, it would be interesting to see how many caches were found during the mega week yeah. by everybody. Mm. Oh. Just to see. That would be neat. How many by people six, were... 700 people. Yeah, like how many logs were made between this time and this, this time. time within oh. a 20-kilometer radius see of now, Frederick. See, see now my, my head's... And just to see how... How evil C back there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chris, if you're hearing this, we have an idea. How much caching, more caching is done during a, a mega as opposed to a regular week? Mm, or, that's actually a or really good point. Compare it and say, you know, it's up 85% or 60%. Because uh, it's interesting to see what, no, what, caching what, what a mega would This would already be in place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. Yeah. Well, we know this amount. And, this, and then that would be interesting uh, for... But it would only be accurate uh, three out of four times within a five percent time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that's cool. Uh, now, one other thing I just have mentioned here, and I, I don't know what I know. I don't think you're much into it, but uh, we, we talked about other things that keep us involved in, in keep going caching. As far as as you get, you know, more experience and you've had more finds and you've kind of seen it all. Uh, things like contests, so battle cash, come out and play. Uh, even the old. Uh, Hiding contests they used to have here, in well, yeah, and, and even this, the challenge caches themselves. Yeah, I was going to say challenge. You I was know, going to bring them up earlier, and I know how much you are a fan of them. <laughs> I enjoy them immensely. Yeah, you know, so like, you're one thousand caches, and I'm glad uh, that people do enjoy those challenge caches. You know, the fifty days in a row, and eight hundred yeah. days in a row. The streaks, whatever, the right? streaks they had. Oh, yeah. I don't like having to have to do something. <laughs> no, in hindsight, I like doing I may not have chosen to participate in that one, but. Yeah. Nevertheless, they were I, out I, there, I, and it was there to do. And yeah. that's, that's what's, you know, the more things Somebody to do came up with the idea and said, oh, let's, let's yeah. make that up. Um, and then there's, yeah, you have your own personal challenges, things that you're trying, like you were talking about Jeff filling his fizzy. Yeah. So, you know, getting 81 on the grid. Fizzy's another one. Uh, yeah, fizzy or uh, calendar, the calendar. I finally yeah. finished my calendar. I, it was something I actually I will never with. finish my calendar. No? But if, I, I think but if I got close on my fizzy, I might try See, I'm, I'm like 11 away. See, I'm like four or five. I'm really, really close, yeah. and I've been I run the macro against uh, New Brunswick, and I can't finish my my grid in this province. I'd have to go to Nova Scotia to finish it. 
So maybe I'll get you guys to hide some caches with the ratings. I mean. There you go. There you go. Been done before. <laughs> Although there's been lots of caches. There's one in your backyard, isn't there? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. What do you need? <laughs> um, and like like myself, where I'm traveling for work, I, I have not a hard uh, challenge, but I'm, I'm 16 caches short of 100 virtuals. So I'm mm-hmm. working towards hitting 100 virtuals. Yeah. And so the different places every I'm traveling, I'm trying to pick up a couple of virtuals here so I can hit my 100. Are any in New York City? There must be some in New York City. Oh, yeah, I've gotten a few. I got the Ralph Cramden one at the bus station. I was going to say, because when we're there in June, we should look and try to hit a couple. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I I do want to find, caching, I'm going to find half a dozen, a dozen, maybe on there, because I'm going to want to do other things. I am in New York City. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because I I did a couple in Central Park. There's one at the bus station. I think the Empire State Building. Actually, Empire State Building is one. We'll look for some that you don't have and try to hit a couple of those in the evenings, because it'll be light up till 9 o'clock. Oh, God, yeah. Speaking of virtual, there was one odd one in Boston last time I was there outside of Boston, and it was one where you have to travel to several locations. I've done a couple of those. Before yeah, getting to that. Yeah, it's Is like that a multi- really a virtual. It's yeah, a multi-virtual. it's a multi-virtual. Uh, I've done probably three or four like of them it. in London. Multual. Multual. <laughs> That's a good one. To multual. That's tumultuous yeah. cash. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's, there's in London. It's really popular. Like a lot of the virtuals they have in London, you got to go. a cash at Tardis. I did find a cache in a TARDIS. Awesome. <laughs> was it a Doctor Who themed cache? No, it wasn't. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> so, cool. So, it, it, you know, for all three of us, and I'm sure for everybody else that's, uh, for our, our five listeners we have, uh, I'm sure everybody has, you know, their own reasons. Ted Agusha, listen to this while he's cutting trees down. Is that what he does? Yeah. I, I think so. You he, think so? He probably plays it while he's cutting trees down. Trees down? So, uh, if you have your own, you know, you've been caching for a while and you have an idea uh, or want to comment on why, what keeps you interested, why do you continue, just post it as a comment on our our podcast page. Uh, let's talk about upcoming events, and we'll go straight to the uh, Riverview winner. You mentioned the caches are going to be out, so the event is yep, on. Five caches. Uh, you just find the codes. The codes will be on the covers and inside the caches in case somebody loses one or the other, so I... I put a little plastic card inside with the codes and on the covers, so don't lose them. Um, they're, they're going to be quick and easy. It'll yeah. take you half an hour maybe to find them. So is it some of the places that we went? Yes, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. And um, so they're all going to be urban caches, nothing nothing spectacular. Um, and uh, the event will be on the 15th at the Sliding Park. The coins will be available prior to that. And there's a... Uh... That'll be perfect. Because my event, is that nice your... segue from yours sure. to mine. All right, let's do it. I think mine is the night before, so folks can go out to Dooley's and, of course, have a few. Yours is on the Friday. And the next day, that's yes. right. And then the next day, you can take care of that hangover. Yes, yours is the Pile Mode, isn't it? Pile Mode yes. is March the 14th at Dooley's on Mountain Road, okay, 7 cool. o'clock. Cool. We've reserved the uh, private room back there. So if, if anybody hasn't been there, it's, uh, it's really cool. It's a Kind of a closed, semi-closed off yeah. area with pool tables and uh, there's ping pong and shuffleboard and we to play on the big yeah, screens nice, and cool. uh, couches and seats to socialize at and uh, nice. it's, it's actually very good. a nice cool. area well, for us. I look forward to that. Some, yeah, lots uh, of is there an age restriction on that road? Oh, that's a great question. We do have permission now to, if you have any teams that are cashers, bring them out, or even if they're not cashers. Oh, be really? For bracelets for no drinking. And wow, that's and awesome. That's, that's, that welcome. is fantastic. That's good, yeah. That's really great. I'm not bringing any teams. No, I'll, I don't have any teams. <laughs> I told my wife last week, I'm going out to pick up an 18-year-old. She goes, what? And I said, Glenfiddich, 18. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It, it, it was it wasn't an eighteen year old, but it felt good saying it. That is kind of funny. Uh, breakfast as usual. Breakfasts are always going on. There's a Groundhog one or two Groundhog Day events I think going on. Uh, we talked about the ice walks. The ice walks coming up. Uh, first yeah, March. I don't think you have the one in there that's on the day after the Super Bowl at Tim Hortons. Is that listed? A Brecken picture and Finn. Yeah, there was one on there, and yeah, it's at the Tim Hortons on uh, I think 10 a.m. after the Super Bowl. Okay, Super Bowl. okay. So you can go there and have some maybe a greasy sandwich. To, okay, to help with the uh, hangover, sweet, or, or, or the loss or the win. <laughs> Chocolate milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. old oh. yeah. Um, we have our mobile to more. Yes. So that's next Saturday, Riverview Fire Hall, two till probably three, three thirty ish. That's where we'll be discussing caching with the mobile, and then. Maybe stepping up to an actual GPS and explaining to people the 
Yeah, so I'm support. going to be doing the uh, showing off some of the iPhone stuff you could do, the official app and Geosphere. I'm going to do both. And Ken's going and to I'm going to amaze people with the power of Android. The lack of power <laughs> of Android. <laughs> so it'll be an interesting banter between the two of us. The, you know, iPhone, Android. In the cone of silence, now yeah. we get smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so talking about mobile caching and why you might want to you know, here's how you can do mobile caching, and here's why you might want to switch to yeah. a, yeah. a stand-up. Not saying mobile is bad. No, we're not saying mobile is bad. It's just why you want to kind of step up. I think smartphones that. are just a great way to start geocaching. I, I agree. Absolutely. I always pitch to people who are yeah. starting yeah. that that, that – if you're going to start, pay the 10 bucks. Yeah. That That's $10 is cheaper than $200 for GPS. Absolutely. So it's it's a great way to get started. There's there's advantages we'll discuss because yeah, that's, because we talked about that last month. Yeah, the smartphones have also created a lot of poor cashers as well because they don't know all the rules. Yeah. So, uh, so Paul and Perks are doing eat, drink, and tell lies. That's an event. Yep, at, I uh, believe so. That's uh, so. I think shared event. Can they both claim it as? I don't as know. A plan? <laughs> I'm sure Gwen says yes. You guys can. You're both your co-hosts. It's pretty. Uh, it's just, just pretty. Otherwise, we'd have events every day, which isn't a bad thing, but we'd have events every day. <laughs> Uh, and there's also, I saw one uh, geocaching mini Olympics going on. Wow, when is that? Uh, which I didn't see the... I uh, believe it's Fredericton area, and they're going to be like playing Olymp mini Olympic games in honor of the Olympics. So yeah. it's like geocaching, you know... How many can you get in an hour? Or so, I don't think it's like that. I think they actually have specific things. Can you, you, avoid, the, uh, can you avoid the riot police? <laughs> like the real Olympics. The real police. Yeah. The real police. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So that's that's as far as what we have for uh, for events coming up. If I've missed when does it come out and play ends? Is it March? Come out and play ends at the last day of March. So I'm sure there's going to be more events in March for yeah. people to Well, and then tasks. the, uh, the last... February 28th, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that one's shorter. What? Battle Cash, I think, yeah. ends a month. Oh, yeah, first. yeah. Yes, yeah. because the event for that is an 8th or 9th. Is it March? March, yeah, okay. in, in Truro. And I would love to have gone, but I am working. And everybody at work is taking March break, and there's no one left to work but me. I'll do it. Yeah? yeah. It might work. No. I'll guide them. So we could train a monkey to do that in 10 minutes. Go. Sure we all said. Might there. take you 12, but we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it hasn't been published yet. But come, uh, come out and play. The Bye Bye Winter Bash will be the last weekend. Yes, yeah, so Gwen's looking for someone to host a CETO because that's going to be the CETO Souvenir Day. Yes, that's That that's weekend true. as well. And they normally do have a CETO there. They always do a CETO, a flash mob, yeah. usually breakfast on the Sunday, so it's a, it's a whole weekend thing. So me and the family used to spend the weekend. The hard part is the CETO is early in the morning. Usually by the time we get there, we only have time to pick up a few things, if any at all. Then I feel guilty and I don't, I don't clean it. I have. I'll spend half an hour cleaning up garbage and then clean them. That's half an hour's worth of garbage. That's, that's half an hour's worth of garbage. If I go there and pick up one thing, although I will say I did that for, uh, I went to a Geo Woodstock, and Geo Woodstock ended at 5 o'clock, and then at 5 o'clock they had a CEDO, so I threw out a pop can and claimed the CEDO, <laughs> which is probably <laughs> not a great idea. you where I go CEDO at one time? Your first where I go was a CEDO type thing, wasn't it? The part you were saying? Yeah, the one of them I did, yeah. it was it was like a fake CEDO, and you had to go around and collect like virtual garbage from this park and then when you collect it enough it let you have the final which was like basically you know 25 meters from where you started in the first place so it was kind of funny you're just going to like go 100 meters in one direction come back go 50 in another and then 75 in another and you do like four times and it was all I forgot all about that that was that was a long time ago yeah. now so yeah well and that's it any other uh, final comments from the uh, from the monkeys no nope. <laughs> monkeys are dying <laughs> Munsies are dying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm about to delete the app. Uh, yeah, I, I, the app. Once in a while, but, I uh, the app. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might get one hit a year. Oh, really? I'm, and I got four or five. I assume are still in the mountain. <laughs> I didn't go and pull. I, I know I checked them. I saw one of them the other day and it's still there. So I haven't. Uh, I haven't done a Munsie in ages. I don't have the app anymore. So. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> but great for trying, though, I guess. Yeah, yeah something, try, something interesting to do. Something. Okay, well, guys, thanks for coming. Yes, yes thanks, thanks for, for having me. It was a blast. And, uh, somebody else. Good to, good to have somebody else here. And we'll see you in another year. We'll, <laughs> see you in, sure. we will, uh, we'll sign off for tonight, and we'll see you in late February. Have fun, everyone.